0: Hey, you there? Yeah, dude, what's going on, man? You're live right now on the Zach Moonshine Show with Metal Devastation fucking radio, man. Okay, this is Philip Cooper, Recuperate, man. How you doing? <laughs> fucking Philip, dude. What the fuck, man? Hey, man, that fucking song you've fucking Scars from a Pillow, dude. That's some badass shit, man.
1: I appreciate that. Yeah, uh, I got with Jason Gillespie down at American Studios, and we just went off in there, man, and created the magic that everybody wanted to hear out of the Memphis area. Fuck yeah. And uh, I have to give a shout-out to Josh Haynes of Area 51 for doing the guitar for me. Yeah, Daniel was- D. White that was with uh, Save and Abel. John Floyd is a well-renowned drummer studio musician out of memphis so how you doing zach
0: man i'm doing good brother i'm doing good man fucking long time no see man actually it ain't no long time no see i just saw you a couple months ago but it feels like a long time
1: okay are we supposed to be on video
0: no no we ain't on no video man this is fucking radio brother (laughs) it's radio yeah dude it's just i'm broadcasting over
1: the world man appreciate
0: this so much goddamn right man fucking fucking people all over the fucking world are fucking listening right now dude
1: man i appreciate it so much and hey the fest was an awesome event brother yeah it was yeah i appreciate you uh allowing me to be able to be part of that Man, it's fucking man. Jen, Janet and I have just loved it, man.
0: Man, I love you guys, man. I, I You know what? We've talked about this before, but like, it, it's, you know, there ain't, they're fucking, I cannot fucking imagine doing a fucking festival without you motherfuckers there fucking helping me with it, man. You know, you're just, you're part of it.
1: Well, like I said, we just appreciate you doing it. Man, the behind the scenes thing. It, it was almost as real as up front you know i got to meet and greet with everybody bunch of guys just awesome awesome musicians man yeah. <laughs> what was it like fucking
0: up there doing i cuz i know you know i know you're busy when you're when you're doing the lights and smoke and everything for for all the bands but like what i mean cuz you had a front row s- center fucking seat right there just watching all of it go down man like what was some of the uh what were some of the standout moments for you man
1: Well of course casket robbery takes us home both years and uh you know just all of them the the atmosphere of it all you know uh it, it's it's beyond words the atmosphere that was behind it Yeah so other than the little misting rain right at the end, you yeah. know, we got a little chilly <laughs> on that, but I got, uh, we I, can't.
0: I got scared there for a minute, man. When that fucking mist, that little mist started coming in, I was like, oh shit, man, fucking please don't let this get, don't turn into some kind of torrential fucking downpour, man. It's going to fuck everything up. But it didn't, it was just a little mist, you know, but it was kind of cool.
1: And of course, I have to give a shout out to the Red Mountain. Uh, they're very good friends of mine. I've did several shows, uh, lighting and sound, with them. Yeah. Uh, y'all, you attended the uh, Gray Fest. Yeah. That was in North Mississippi.
0: Yeah, that's where I. That's where that's where I saw you in, in real action, man. With the fucking, uh, you had a whole goddamn bottle of fucking vodka over there. You were pounding it. While you were jumping over the fucking uh, 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 switchboard, fucking hitting fucking lights and shit. Fucking, I was laughing my ass off, man. You were fucking crazy that night, dude. That was funny.
1: Oh, man, like I said, Zach, it's such an honor to be able to work with you, man. And you're giving me a solid, putting me on here. Uh, I know you do underground bands. Well, I'm as underground as they come because of my budget you know uh everything i did i produced myself me and jason gillespie of american studios out of memphis tennessee so you know it's it's very hard on someone when it's coming out of your own pocket
0: yeah i i know man i know dude i know fucking trust me i know man fuck all this shit comes out of my pocket too man. (laughs) <laughs> Hell yeah, dude! I know exactly what you're talking about, man. But yeah, you, you know, you you mentioned uh, the Red Mountain, you know, and that's actually who, how I got hooked up with you, man. Because when we were doing the first festival, uh, I was reaching out to a bunch of people and asking, you know, does, does anybody know somebody good that does lights? And Dave Frost hit me up, and he was like, "Yeah, man, we got this guy Philip that fucking." Did our fucking shit, man, and he's he's pretty good, man, so we we hit you up, and that's how it happened right there, man,
1: right, and like I said, the budget you know uh my my light show grows you know every month, I buy a piece of equipment, just about, yeah, Janet's sitting here nodding and laughing at me she she feels the pain of it sometimes when we can't we can't get a McDonald burger, man. <laughs>
0: oh what the hell you can't get a mcdonald burger what the fuck are you talking about
1: shit the cost of buying lighting is high brother
0: yeah yeah
1: <laughs> so i try to keep it uh all uh up to par though with whatever show i'm been well did you guys eat some good shit
0: at the festival
1: oh man we had the uh taco nice. the nacho taco I'm talking about it was loaded. Hell yeah! Especially when they seen my all access badge, they loaded. They loaded <laughs> us up.
0: <laughs> hell yeah, dude. That's what, that's what I'm talking about right there, man. Fuck yeah, fuck yeah, man. Use that badge, goddammit. it. I, I try to. That's it. That's it, man. I try You know, I mean, hell, that's I, we love fucking giving everybody those badges, man, and we love fucking making i don't know man we just we just love the whole fucking thing about the whole fucking thing man every every little fucking detail about it just being able to hang out with all you crazy motherfuckers and and do that shit it's just fun man i can't wait to do it next year man are you ready i'm ready to go brother (laughs) hell yeah so so tell us about this about this uh project that you're doing man this 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 song is badass man Did you? Did
1: okay. Just like uh, Van Halen, Boston, they all came out their first album. uh, They just named it the name of the band. There was no title to it. Yeah. So, Recuperate being the name of my band, uh, I thought I'd name I'd follow their direction, and that's the name of the first album is Recuperate. How'd you come up with that uh,
0: name, man? How'd you come up with Recuperate?
1: Well my name is actually Cooper but Facebook misspelled my name when I first got on Facebook from a flip phone. <laughs> so anyway they call me they call me Philip Ray Coopy because I had the AT&T set my phone up yeah. and they misspelled my name. What the so fuck? after I got several likes on there and stuff I just said man fuck it I'll just leave it like it is. So, that's what I did. But anyway, uh, recuperate, you know, we're all recuperating from something. Right. And uh, we've all had our past and and problems in our lives. You know, there's ups, there's downs, but I always like to think that I'm recuperating. So, I put my name in the middle with a small R-E and the eight at the end because there's going to be eight songs on the album but uh scars from a pillow is by far my uh, it's my greatest achievement but anyway uh it was originally a bad nightmare when I was in parchment Mississippi uh, In the video you'll notice that I'm handcuffed to a to a army cot that's the closest I could come up with on a set to mimic being locked up in Parchman, Mississippi. But anyway, it was rough down there, and it, the song came to me the next day, and I wrote the lyrics down, and 20 years later, here I am, uh, right. took it in the studio and made it happen with the magic of Jason Gillespie and Josh Haynes. Well, oh man, them guys
0: fucking knocked it out of the park, man, because that shit sounds good, man. I mean, when you sent it to me, I was like, "Damn, this is fucking good, dude! What the fuck? Like, seriously, man! You know, like, I wasn't—I I didn't know what to expect, you know. When you when you told me you was gonna send me some shit, you know, because you don't never know. I, I listen to so much different stuff, man, all the time, you know. And uh but when I listened to that, I was like, man, this guy's fucking doing some serious shit right here,
1: man. That's cool as fuck. Well, we appreciate it so much, Zach. Yeah, man. But so well, the the uh, the other thing is, is uh, the magic of Josh Haynes of Area Fifty One. Uh, he he laid it down in one take. That's fucking crazy. one take. No mistakes. No overdubs. Nothing except the lead. Of course, he played it separate. But other than the lead, everything was one take, and I'm like, my jaw dropped open. It was created on the spot, you know, in American Studios, and I've got more music coming your way. I got one more to go before the album is released in February.
0: That's badass, dude. Hell yeah, man. So the album's the album, the full album is gonna come in February, huh?
1: That's right. The release of it will be late February.
0: All right, man. That's going to be available everywhere for everybody.
1: It'll be on all digital platforms. Fuck yeah, man. And uh, I'll have a PayPal or a Venmo uh, if someone wants to order the Merc. And I'll just go from there. Uh, That's about all I can say about that. Well, If they like it, buy it. If you don't buy one and give it to somebody you don't like.
0: <laughs> there you go, man. Like I tell everybody, man, crank this fucking shit up. And if you don't see you haul trucks everywhere tomorrow, you ain't doing something right.
1: It's it's amazing that our technology also, it's, it's worldwide, you know. Yeah. And I, I can't thank you enough for giving me this opportunity.
0: Of course, man. Of course, dude. You know what? Hey, man. You know, and I know, yeah, I talk to all kinds of motherfuckers, man. But uh, there's nothing there's nothing that brings me better joy than fucking talking to underground fucking bands and uh, DIY fucking people like yourself, man, that are just doing, doing their own thing. I love that shit, man. I'm all about it, dude, because that's how I got started. That's the only reason why I'm even fucking sitting here doing this shit myself, man, is because I was doing that years ago, you know, and somebody fucking listened and they gave me a platform and, and, and put me out there, you know, and here I am. But like, so I'm always trying to give back and I just, I don't know, man, there's just, there's a special, there's a special place in my fucking heart for the underground bands man and that's always going to be the way man
1: well i'm sure everyone in the music industry appreciates what you're doing for the underground you know uh i say it so much on facebook uh you know we we don't get the recognition we deserve because the older bands i won't mention their names uh Rolling Stones oh excuse me you know people like that won't lay down they just want to keep on and on and on and on after they're already really finished but it it, it opens the door for us with venues like you're putting on and station radio so i'm sure everyone appreciates what you're doing and the labor of love that you put into it
0: Thank you man. Thank you man. That that means a lot to me. You know what? I want to ask you uh, how did you get hooked up with those boys from fucking Red Mountain, man? How how did you got how did you meet those guys?
1: Well, it was actually Facebook. Uh they were looking for a sound guy uh to do Hillbilly's Wing Shack. It's a uh it's a biker type club. Uh, that's in Adamsville, Tennessee, and uh, they reached out, and I responded because I was my calendar was a little shy, and they went ahead and hired me, and uh, I put on lighting and sound for them indoors. Then they had a photo shoot that was out on the patio, and uh, I did lighting and sound for that one. And of course like I said earlier, Gray Fest uh that was in memory of Mr. Gray that passed away. And that's where it came from and we've been brothers ever since.
0: Man, that fucking show Gray Fest was fucking bad, fucking ass, dude. I love that shit.
1: Yeah, uh we was running 200 feet of extension cord. And I had a couple of surges that cut out the vocal a time or two, but uh, we made it through it. Oh, yeah. And uh, I found the problem. I found the problem as quickly as I could, and uh, I was pleased.
0: Oh yeah, you guys handled it fucking great, man. I mean, you know, I, I saw that you had a few problems here and there, but yeah, you handled it fucking great, and the whole thing just it went down good and. You know, uh, when I was when I was there and, and, I don't know, just standing up front with those guys and fucking headbanging with them and listening to that whole thing, just watching it all go down, man, it was a cool fucking experience, man. That was – right then I was like, man, we got to have these guys back again next year, goddammit. I don't care what the fuck has to happen. We got to make it happen, man. And – of course, you got to come with it, man, because you're just a part of it now, man. You know that's just the way it is, as far as I'm concerned.
1: Well, I appreciate it. Like I said, the light show's growing every day. You know, uh, there's there's no telling what what we can do in the future, and if we ever do have a warehouse type situation uh, for the fest. We would be indoors where the wind don't blow the smoke away, and you'll see the beams of light a lot better. But outdoors, it's really hard to keep the fog on lighting.
0: Oh, it looked great, man! But
1: that's Mother Nature.
0: It looked great, man. We we've still got we have uh, we had a we had a film crew out there that was filming the whole fucking thing with drones and all kinds of cameras, and they're still actually editing that stuff together. So here pretty soon, they're going to be sending us that, and we're going to be releasing that here in little, you know, uh, little sparts here and there. And so that's going to focus and highlight a lot of that stuff, man. But, like, it was definitely – it it looked great, man, the whole fucking thing. It it just – it looked amazing. You know, uh, there was, I think – I remember when I, when I went down there and Raven Black was playing and they were doing that whole theatrical thing and it was just, you had the smoke going and the lights, it was just perfect, man. And I was standing right in the front, man, just watching it, dude, and you had the spotlight right on fucking Raven, dude, when she was singing. And it was just, it was spot on, dude.
1: Right, a lot of that uh, was their theatrics they they are very professional in knowing where to stand yeah so it had a lot to do with it uh i do have motion lights but they're very sensitive and that was very close up so the only way i could do it was to have a fixed light and i let everybody know you know x marks the spot if you want to be in the spotlight you stand on the X, and they—I mean—they took a hook, line, and sneaker Hell yeah, <laughs> Raven Black—they was great, man. Had the gal playing guitar.
0: Yeah, man, and then Summoner Circle coming out there, dude, fucking doing their fucking thing, and then Casket Robbery, all of them, man, fucking, uh, you know. Uh, uh, crazy Mad Ride earlier in the day, man, getting out there in the fucking crowd, jamming, fucking uh, playing solos and shit right in the fucking middle of the fucking pit. That was fucking cool, dude. You
1: remember that? Right. And Grave Hupper. Grave Huffer, they, 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 Yeah, man. Uh, they took my breath. It, they were awesome. Grave Hupper's
0: in the chat room right
1: now listening, man. Oh, right.
0: Yeah, yeah. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah, man. They fucking they they killed it, man. All every single fucking band that day fucking destroyed it, man. Fucking from the get-go, uh gunpowder plot, the first band that played, a little punk band from fucking uh right here in Jackson, Tennessee. Local motherfuckers, man. They they you know, and that was a heavy fucking burden to play that early in the day, but you know what? There was there was so many people that were showing up. It didn't matter, you know, and yeah, man, it was,
1: it was cool. It it was massive.
0: But by the end of the night, yeah, by the end of the night, man, fucking Autumn Lies Buried came out, man. I remember that shit, dude. The fucking, I was, I was over there on the side of the stage, just watching the crowd and I saw every fucking head in that place, fucking banging heads, man, fists in the air, fucking the whole place was
1: moving. Okay, roll tape on this. You ready? Mm-hmm. This is Philip Cooper with Recuperate on Tennessee Metal Devastation Radio. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's your tag. I, well hell, I was gonna ask you to do that at the end of the fucking interview. What are you trying to do? Are you trying to get off here already?
1: No. i'll talk to you till morning comes (laughs) this is what i do brother hell yeah man hell yeah well well
0: tell me tell me uh tell me philip like what 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 got you into fucking music like what what got you on this path that you're on right now i mean like when you were a kid take us back all the way when you were a kid what were some of the bands that you were listening to that uh, influenced you and made you want to do what you do now?
1: Okay. Uh, My brother, Keith Cooper, uh, by the way, he used to be with Skullbone Music out of uh, Skullbone, Tennessee. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right? Uh, Alan Blankenship and all of those folks. But anyway, back in, I guess I was... Seven years old. My brother had a Alice Cooper Killer album. And I thought the snake looked cool on it. But I put it on the turntable. Uh, my folks had a big console. I'm talking about it. It would crank. And they would get so mad at me because I was blowing the speakers up in it. Anyway, I'd put that on and play the album cover like a drum until my knuckles bled. I mean, I just loved it. And of course, then Led Zeppelin, the greatest band that ever was or will ever be, Fuck yeah, came into my brain when I heard them on Rock 103, The Walrus, and uh, it just took off from there. Iron Maiden was a big influence. Uh, Hell Rob Halford, yeah. Judas Priest.
0: Hell yeah.
1: You can go to youtube.com, uh, Philip Cooper, and I have a cover song, their only ballad. Well, they have two ballads. They got the one by Joan Baez, uh, Diamonds and Rust. Okay. And then I did, uh, Before the Dawn. I've got a cover tune of that going to be on the album. And, uh, I'm so gracious for them allowing me to do that. Uh, But anyway, growing up, that's where I was in 1979. I was getting ready to graduate high school. And uh, I got with some guys, Bobby Harpster. He's not with us any longer. Uh, He got sick and didn't make it. But uh, I was in a little band called Double Barrel. We used to warm up, uh, or open for, Black Oak, Arkansas, Jim Dandy Mangrum, uh, Southern Creed with Jimmy Rusadoff and all those guys. Uh, we opened for Quiet Riot one time at the stage stop.
0: Fuck yeah,
1: dude. Nita, Nita Marcus uh, had us at the stage stop. Our bass player had to have a note from his parents and a stamp on his hand because he was only 17 years old, but they let him play anyway.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: And it went on from there, and I've been in several bands since then. But uh, Blacksmith out of Ripley, Mississippi, we had a band together for a while. And But my greatest influence, I, I would have to say, was Led Zeppelin, you know, through all of it. Uh, they're still, to me, they'll never be surpassed. I hope they do, because I want everybody to sound their best. But uh, Led Zeppelin had it going on, especially, they started out in the 60s and 70s, and oh, yeah. they're still a legend today. People listen to it. Man, and-
0: man, I'm going to tell you right now, dude, I still, I, still, I got some of the fucking original pressings of Led Zeppelin albums on vinyl. And them motherfuckers have been around longer than I've been alive, man. You know, and they still sound fucking great, man. You can still put them on the turntable and they still sound fucking great, man. That's something, man.
1: Okay, I'm going to give them a plug. Go to YouTube and pull up Cashmere. They've got Jason Bonham. The late, great John Bonham was their drummer of Led Zeppelin. Uh, Jason was his son. He's playing with them It's orchestrated and everything And I'm talking It's spot on You listen to the album And they're not lip syncing It's for real And uh, they're they're just awesome But anyway back to my past Jimmy Jameson I don't want to leave him out He's a Memphis great Uh, We opened for Cobra Before he got with Survivor and uh Target uh is who we warmed up. Uh with Target, not Cobra, but he went on to be with Cobra and then he got with uh Survivor. But anyway, uh Todd Poole and then Roxy Blue, great friends of ours, Tim Dills, Fever Tree, I mean, you know, all of these people, you know, they're my brothers. You know, we're Memphis music family yeah you know yeah when we greet one another it's not a hand butt it's not shaking hands we give each other hugs it's family and uh we wouldn't have it any other way we play benefits some of these guys man they'll travel and and get straight off of work and come do a benefit to raise money toys for tots uh what's the name of the uh The Kitchen and the Cross, we feed the homeless in Memphis. So, I mean, it's a great thing that we're doing. And I just want to recognize all these people.
0: Man, that's badass, dude. And you know what, man? That's just driving it even more home. Why I fucking love you motherfuckers, man. You know, you're good people, man. You're just good people, dude. And you know what? I I talked to so many motherfuckers when we was trying to put on that first fest about doing lights and sound and shit. And we was getting fucking slammed every fucking time. And as soon as they fucking heard the word heavy metal rock and roll. Oh no, no, we can't handle that, man. But you guys, you guys saved the fucking day, man. You did.
1: Well, we were glad to do it and we'll be glad to do it again. Uh, let me give one more shout out. Uh, Sweetwatermusic.com Patrick Ortiz You can get with him For all your musical needs It's straight out of California They'll stand by it And you even get a bag of candy Every time you buy a product And we just love the guys At Sweetwater And I wanted to give them a shout out Because I promised them I would
0: Oh yeah Sweetwater ain't no fucking joke Man like they uh, You know that that fucking uh, Fucking whole Quality control thing that they do with, with guitars and stuff like that. Man, it's just it's insane, man. Like, that's... You know, I order... I'll buy a lot of different music gear from a lot of places, but Sweetwater, that's the place to go for guitars especially, man, because, you know, if you're going to have something like that fucking mailed to you, you don't know what's going to happen to it, man, but they make sure... They make sure that fucking shit's all right, man. You know what I mean?
1: Their their guitars are set up, by the way. If you buy a factory guitar, it is not set up. The, the guitarist out there listening to me out there in the music world, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. yeah. A guitar does not come standard set up. What set up means is the intonation. Yep. When you hit an A up top, you want it to be an A when you go down low. So uh, when you get one from Sweetwater, it is set up. They put it on a micro tuner, and I'm talking about it is set perfect. No matter what line of guitar you buy, it will be set up. You don't have to spend that extra $100 to go to your local people. Yeah. But anyway. uh,
0: (laughs) Right. Right.
1: And they if you have a problem with any of their products, it, it, they'll stand behind it. They'll send you another one. all you got to do is mail back the one that you got that may be damaged in shipping or whatever happened. Uh, and they will replace it free of charge with an apology. Hell yeah, man. Hell yeah. Because I, I, got- I, I go through... I go through fog machines like water. (laughs) So, you know, they burn up pretty quick uh, when you use them constantly. So they have stood behind them. You know, I've gotten two replaced. You know, when it was probably I just wore them out. But they said they want to stand behind it, and they they appreciate my business. Okay, Sweetwater. I did what I said. Do
0: there you go? <laughs> they, be- they better send you some fucking uh, some good shit for that man.
1: <laughs> I'm, I'm still trying to get a fucking t-shirt. They're they're real strict on endorsements. Of course, George <laughs> Lynch of Lynch Mob. George Lynch is about the only one I know that's actually endorsed. Now I could be wrong. That's just off the top of my head because i watch youtube tv all the time Uh, i want to stay up i like to stay up to date on the latest music and uh watch the videos you know uh oh yeah i forgot to add that on my video it was shot by harshman productions uh it's a real harshman film he shot it right here in my basement and he did an excellent job. Jace Harshman, if anybody wants videos done, that's the man to go to. He's live, motion picture.
0: That's cool as fuck, man. He shot that whole fucking thing in your basement?
1: We shot that uh, in three takes. I played the song three times right there in my basement over my PA system J- uh, just for him To get the visual. Okay. And uh, then, of course, he put the MP3 to it. Uh, So it would be quality studio audio. Yeah. But the video was shot probably no more than an hour and a half. He got every bit of that footage. He put all the effects in it and everything uh, after he got back to his studio. Uh, Which is located in Memphis. I don't know their address. But you can get him Jace Harshman.
0: There you have it, folks. You there? Yeah, yeah. I was taking a hit off my fucking pipe, man.
1: Uh, Hit that shit, man. Smoke them if you got them.
0: (laughs) Hell yeah, dude. Hell yeah, man. Fucking man, you know what? That's cool as fuck. You know, I got a question for you from the chat room, man. Uh, Secret Weapon wants to know, what's your ugliest tattoo that you got, man? Do you have it, Do you have any tattoos? I don't, I don't even know if I've seen any on you.
1: I've got two. Which one? One is a dot. One is just a period. Because I was 12 years old, and I was going to put my initials on my arm, and... Uh, we got a marijuana call. We used to run marijuana on bicycles back and forth across Memphis. So uh, anyway, we'd have a pound under our shirt pedaling a 20-inch bicycle across Memphis. Anyway, we were hoodlums. But anyway, uh, we were, he poked me one time with that India ink, and it hurt Plus, we got a call that they needed a pound. So we took off. Anyway, I, when I was in Parchman, where the scars from a pillow originated, uh, I got with a couple of brothers. I'll just call them brothers. I can't say their name because that's not what you do. Anyway, uh, they give me a spider web and it is on my forearm. And it covered up my initials that I did at a later date at 12 years old. Of course, this was 19. I mean, uh, when I got the tattoo, it was 2009 in Parchman, Mississippi, jailhouse, smut. It ain't ink. It was made out of smut from a fire that we built in the bathroom.
0: That's fucking hardcore, dude. That's fucking yep, that- it that's real shit, right there, man.
1: Shout out to everyone in the music world. Stay out of prison. Yeah, like Le- stay out of prison. Lemmy's got a sl- stay out of prison. <laughs> Le- oh, Lemmy. Go ahead, brother. Lem-
0: Lemmy's got a song about that, man. Stay out of jail. Motorhead, man. Yeah,
1: it, it's not a place to be, brother.
0: No, no, it ain't. I've been there
1: myself. But anyway, yeah. that's basically my influences and things. I mean, I could sit and name bands just out of the Memphis area I mean, that influenced me. You know, people, friends of mine, Stephen Alter, he's in the Florida area right now, headed back to Memphis. Uh, we're going to collaborate and go into America Studio and lay down some of his originals. Fuck yeah, man. So... I mean, here in the Memphis area, we we play. If somebody'll hire me, I'll sing for anybody, and that's how they do on the guitars and drums and bass and whatever you play.
0: Hell yeah, man! All right, well, brother, I'm, I guess I'm about out of questions for you, man. Is there anything else you want to let the people know?
1: Just listen to Tennessee Metal Devastation Radio, every chance you get. And peace be with everybody. Happy holidays, from Philip Cooper of Recuperate on Metal Devastation Radio. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Fuck yeah, brother! Hell yeah, you na- you nailed it without even I didn't even have to fucking prompt you on that shit, man. You already knew what to do, man.
1: Well, I'm not trying to take your job over. I'm just having fun, brother. I thought this was going to be – hey, I had a set set up. (laughs) I had a set in my living room here. I thought it was going to be video, but I'm good with it.
0: (laughs) Hell, yeah, man. All right, (laughs) man. Well, thank you, dude. Thank you for taking the time to talk to us, man. I I appreciate it. You know what? Always love talking to you, man. Can't wait to see you again soon, very soon. We got to do it again, man.
1: All right. We'll have to hang out sometime and go have some dinner.
0: Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Motherfucking-lutely, man.
1: We'll do it. All right. It'll be on me, brother. All right, man.
0: We'll talk to you later, Phillip. Thanks for for, uh, taking the time to talk to us, brother.
1: All right. Thank you so much,
0: Zach.
1: All right. Later, dude. There you have it, folks.
0: Philip Ray Coopy, from fucking Recuperate. Here's this new track again, man. I'm going to blast it for you motherfuckers in case you didn't hear it earlier. Crank it the fuck up loud as a fuck, man. Put your speakers in your fucking windows. Put them in your front lawns. Do whatever you got to do. Make your fucking neighbors say what the fuck is wrong with this fucking maniac if you don't see U-Haul trucks everywhere tomorrow, yeah, U-Haul trucks, man. You're like the motherfucker you see in the picture of me at the fucking festival, man. Fucking U-Haul fucking trucks, dude. They fucking owe me a fucking goddamn fucking check, man, for all the fucking advertising I do for these motherfuckers. But, hey, man, it is what it is, right? We know, man. Fucking crank it up, goddammit. Loud as a fuck. And, uh, yeah, man.